Welcome, everyone. It's a wrap with Rap. I am your host, Ron Rappaport. This podcast features people who have overcome life's challenges and adversities, people who can inspire and motivate, and people who can educate us on an assortment of topics. My guest today from Chiang Mai, Thailand, is Guy Monroe, the charisma coach. He is a vocal coach who discovered how to control his own stammer and social anxieties by applying the same techniques used by professional singers. Guy was a social anxiety sufferer who gains social confidence by mastering control over his voice and mindset. He now teaches others how to do the same. Guy received trophies in high school, made money singing in churches on Sunday, and was cast as leads in numerous college musicals, even winning a National University Musical Theater Competition, and was chosen with his cast to perform and receive honors at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C., Guy then moved to Hollywood, California to pursue his dream of becoming a professional actor and auditioning for voiceover and television. Unfortunately, during this professional audition period, a huge stage fright anxiety appeared out of nowhere and overtook him at every audition. Guy stayed strong and kept auditioning. No matter how he tried, he couldn't shake it. He didn't know why or how it appeared. He fought it, lost, and finally gave up upon his dream of film and television acting. In 2001, after losing a high-paying position as a software designer, work which he hated, his wife suggested that he become a voice coach. He thought it was worth a try since he loved singing and working with people. She hooked him up with a longtime friend who was a voice coach who taught him the ropes, and after a year of experimentation, he discovered a number of new methods for beautiful singing but also how to successfully teach others how to overcome stutter. Incurable spasmodic dysphonia, stage fright, and social anxiety. Today, Guy remains a voice coach who shows people who have been deeply discouraged how to gain control over their voices, their confidence, and their lives. Welcome, Guy, to the podcast. Such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Ron. Oh, an honor to have you, Guy, with the work you're doing. Guy, in your opinion, what is the cause of stuttering? Is it a mental thing? And what do you think is going on? Absolutely. So it requires a, uh, a form of brain damage, uh, such as a stroke, to create a neurological event that's going to create a communication issue between the brain and the neck. Barring that, your run-of-the-mill generic stutterer actually is suffering from something very, very different. And this is uh, what this is, is basically, as children, we were never taught how to speak. Now, spasmodic dysphonia, which is uh, uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. suffers from that. I don't know if you heard him speak, but there are people that talk yeah. in a very strange, there's nothing wrong with his voice. He just sounds like there is. This is called vocal interference. Stuttering also is a vocal interference. It works this way. What if nobody ever taught you how to speak as a child and you experience a traumatic event? Parents divorce, an illness, some kind of a scare, something happens where all of a sudden a stutter slash stammer appears. You, your voice seems locked up. You're trying to spit the words out, but you don't know how to play the voice. So you best guess. You start inverting and doing odd things like dumping all of the air out of your body instead of 
holding it in, to pressurize, to cause the vocal cords to vibrate. Instead of trying to voice the vowels, which are voiceable, you have decided that you're going to try to voice consonants. And of course, when we do that, we create effects like g-g-g-g-g and da 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 and ba 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 this goes on year after year, year after year, and becomes an entrenched, embodied habit, automatic, and you can't even stop it. You don't know how it starts, but you've also developed not only through vocal ignorance and inability to play your musical instrument, but you've also developed a PTSD, a post-traumatic uh, 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 distress situation, by reinforcing the horror of failure over and over again, you develop an absolute distrust of the experiment, experience, and what you're experiencing is high anxiety while you're trying to get the words out. So not only can you not speak properly and are tripping over your words left, right, and center, even though there's biologically nothing wrong with your voice, you now have the horror and embarrassment of speaking in front of the class, trying to um, uh, apply for a job, order a pizza, and it's a horror for you. And the stutterers do not know what's going on, but that's what it is. It's an embodied habit of incorrect speech uh, combined with uh, incredible uh, anxiety in a stage fright sort of format, social stage fright kind of format. Can you provide more details? How did you overcome stuttering? Sure. So my version of stuttering appeared out of an anxiety around people, which I still have to this day. It's kind of like uh, an overexcitement or, a, or a, an anxiety of some sort where I kind of lose track of myself. I can lose track of my train of thought. And when I do that, I lose track of speech and all of that. So how I got over it was when I was a kid, I started, I got a voice instructor who taught me about the laws of singing. And I found out that when I sung, my voice was always in control and it was always beautiful. And so what I did was I started switching over and applying vocal law to my speaking style. And all of a sudden my voice smoothed out and it became beautiful too. Wow, wow. Guy, can anyone overcome stuttering? If so, what do you suggest they do? Absolutely. So again, barring a neurological event such as uh, a stroke to the brain where we have a communication interference, your run-of-the-mill stutterer has just the world's most horrific habit. So what they have to be trained, what they have to do is be willing to be incredibly patient because here's the equivalency of what a stutterer is asking if they want to speak smoothly. It might be this. I've always dreamed of singing. I would love to be able to sing. I I have a dream of singing before 150 people in the most beautiful voice you ever heard. I'd like to sing a song beautifully. Here's the catch. I'm tone deaf, which means I sing flat. I don't know how to locate pitch when I sing. My voice Mm. is all over the place. And by the way, I have an incredibly staggering high level of stage fright when I get in front of a group of people. Can you help me? Yeah. Gotcha. I'm asking a lot. So I'm really asking a lot. And it's a lot of work, but a stutterer can 
can find their voice if they're willing to learn how to play their voice like a musical instrument. So you can lead them. They have to do the work, though. It's kind Absolutely. of like, kind of like physical therapy, right? I mean, yeah, uh, they, can, they, they can show you what to do, but you got to do it. You hit it on the head. So the key, the name of the game is neuroplasticity. So you can be a guy who's 60 years old and you've never played the guitar, but through the miracle of repetition and repeat and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse, my goodness, all of a sudden you're playing a song on a guitar. It's a miracle. How did you do that? You did yeah. that with rehearsal. So the stutterer has to create a new pathway out of this incredible rut of horror voice yeah, right and in gain evidence of mastery by controlling their words batching their phrases and doing that over and over again and hearing themselves speak smoothly and if they do all of a sudden the first level one is attained which is i believe i can let me break away for a moment to tell you about a great veteran-owned company making awesome products and giving back to the veteran and first responder community. Lucas Rui, an Air Force veteran, is co-founder of the Hero Soap Company in Arizona. He has always had a passion for using natural products, and his products that he manufactures are such a more healthier way to treat your skin. Every product is made in the United States with the highest quality ingredients. All products are created without fragrance, synthetic colorants, parabens, sulfates that are irritating to the eyes, skin, mouth, and lungs, and cruelty-free, meaning these products at the Hero Soap Company are not tested on animals. Each bar of soap is handmade in Phoenix, Arizona. All of the Hero Soap Company's ingredients are sourced from companies in the United States, as well as their clothing line of t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. They pride themselves as being the most American company in the United States. The product line includes five ounce square bar shaped soap with the following scents. The woods, the sights and sounds of nature come to life infused with pine and cedarwood essential oils. Cedarwood infused with cedarwood essential oil and charcoal bringing the fragrant feel of the forest into your life. There's tea tree. This bold flavor will soothe, refresh, and make you feel alive. There's lavender. This fragrance will melt away anxiety and tension. Peppermint Cool, which will hit you with an amazing sensation of invigoration and exhilaration. There's Spearmint. The fragrance will leave a subtle coolness all day long to revitalize the body. And there's Lemongrass. Unwind at the end of the day while the lemongrass-infused essential oil enhances your sleep and immunity and the infused goat's milk exfoliates dry and sensitive skin, and the coconut oil reduces inflammation and helps skin healing. The Hero Soap Company also makes a body wash in 16 ounces. There's lavender, which will let the stress melt off every time you shower. There's the pines. You will be cleansing your body, mind, and soul with the spirit of the forest. The metal. This body wash will be an intense spark for your cleaning routine. It is juiced with an insane amount of oils, that carries a current that captures the essence of freshness. The Arctic, this body wash, is a glacial breeze of an eye-opening freeze. It has a ferocious peppermint punch that will refresh and restore your mind and body. Don't give it the cold shoulder. Liven up your daily routine with this frosty mint flavor. All the products are reasonably priced 
so all can afford to use these natural products. It is so important now that all of us be careful what we ingest into and apply on our bodies. Please check out the website, herosoapcompany.com, for pricing and a detailed description of all the products and customer reviews of the products. As a bonus to all It's a Wrap with Wrap listeners, please use the code RAP at checkout and receive a 15% discount. The Hero Soap Company strives to create a brand that pays homage to the values that our country was founded on by our forefathers. With a veteran of the United States Air Force as one of the owners, the company understands the dedication and sacrifice that each family makes to serve their country. A portion of sales is donated back to charities that are focused on helping veterans and our first responders. The company information will be listed in the podcast notes and featured on the podcast website, Facebook page, and Facebook group. Can control my voice. It will do what I demand of it. It will be obedient to me. And that's phase one, obedience. Number two is then what we have to deal with is social anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> They've got, they have massive stage fright. And the question is, how do we get over the stage fright? Uh, did you ever discover the cause of the huge anxiety attacks you experienced in Hollywood? Uh, what do you think was the cause and why didn't you experience stage fright in high school and college? What a brilliant question. So here's the, the million dollar answer. When a child, what if this, what if this is the truth? How does a child play in a sandbox and have a great time, a three-year-old boy or a three-year-old girl, while people are staring at them. How does that child have a great time in that sandbox? What they do is they are seeking out the angels in the room. That's the metaphor. They're looking for the good, right, and correct. They're, look, they're building upon success, evidence of mastery, evidence of control, and they're playing and playing and having a great time. So when I auditioned in high school and college for shows, it was playtime, but something weird happened when I got out on the street. Now I want a paycheck. And yeah. A paycheck is not, not playtime. A paycheck is life or death. A paycheck is got to get it right. Can't screw up, Ron. Can't blow it. Got to get it right. So all of a sudden, instead of looking for the angels and by doing that, oh, I'm finding evidence of control, evidence of mastery, keeping it light. All of a sudden, I got very heavy, and I'm looking for what I'm doing wrong, and my evidence, yes, I failed here, and I'm screwing up there, and oh, no, what if I forget my lines, yeah. and my anxiety just shot through the roof. This all happened at rocket speed. There's no conscious awareness of it. It's just overwhelming fear, just rising. Do you think it was a lack of self-confidence that, that was brought into the picture, too? What a brilliant question. Yes, but more specifically, it was a lack of skill. What I didn't develop, if I would have gone to a three-year acting program, what is the, we develop a skill, right? right? You play the guitar, you sing, you have a speech, you're going to do a, some Shakespeare. But what's the next thing you have to do? It's one thing to memorize it in a low stakes situation sure. in the privacy of your own home. But it's really another thing to get in front of a group of people. And all of a sudden you're nervous and scared and you have to do it. So we have to juggle two things. Managing my emotions and serving up the, the activities to serve up what I've prepared. 
simultaneously. So it's dealing with the social environment, which is high stakes. And, and the reason it's high stakes is because we're judged. We could pass or fail and so on. So it is high stakes. So the question is, how do you, how do, you do a speech during a high stakes situation and make sure that you're having a good time while that's happening? Yeah, that was kind of leading into my next question regarding social anxiety. Uh, what do you think the cause is and how can people get over it? And what methods have you found effective? So I'll, I'll, I'll move us all into a leadership position with a, with a proposition. What if? So what if it's not about the audience? What if it's a relationship with ourselves, Ron? Meaning... Mm -hmm. Is it the audience that's frightening me? Or am I frightening myself when I get out on stage? Am I my best friend in those moments? Or am I my worst critic? Do I have an angel in my head or a devil in my head? You idiot, yeah. you moron, you screwed up. So regarding social anxiety, the skill is to develop, I believe, a relationship with ourselves. That might sound a little corny, but to get off our back. Did you do it when you were a kid in the sandbox? Did you do it when you were three or four or five? No, I didn't play with my robot right. I screwed right. up, man. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You mentioned that you use techniques used by professional singers to speak smoothly and get over anxiety. Uh, what do they do to accomplish that? Sure. So there's two, there, there, there are two fundamental uh, items. Three, actually. Number one, know your script. Number two, so what are you going to say? What do you want to say? What are my needs, wants, and desires when I'm in a social situation? What would I like to convey? So know your script. Number two, love thyself. Be kind to yourself. No pushing, no shoving. Get on your side. Be flexible. Be, uh, allow for course correction. Not perfectionism, but rather course adjustment. Oh, I screwed up. It's okay. I created room for screwing up. And now I will move into greater levels of mastery. What in, ask the question, what inspires me in this moment? Seek out the angels in the room. What is good, right, and correct in this moment that I can find with my thoughts, with my eyes, with my gestures and body movements to inspire, motivate, and propel myself. Or isn't that what a child does in the sandbox? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that must be the skill. But the thing that's really amazing is this. If it, the question is to ask yourself, wouldn't it be easier for a child to ask for $2 million than an adult? An adult will go, oh, that's a lot of money. And I'm <laughs> selling to my wallet and so on and so forth. I don't know if I could do that. But a child can go, and that'll only be $2.5 million. Isn't that great? Yeah. What a deal. So it's the, the playfulness. Can you see that? This is the yeah. playfulness of, of and, and it isn't this a relationship with ourselves. And haven't you found that with yourself uh, in all of your wonderful work and your radio work? I'm confident you're not beating yourself. I bet you're up. You're pretty much on your side and pretty nurturing and, and yeah. patient and Absolutely. supportive of yourself in the process. Sure. Guy, how important are belief systems when dealing with stuttering and anxiety issues? Huge, massive. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to dare to say it right now. 
there are a lot of experts out there who will tell you things that you need to do uh, and their their motives, some are very, very good and they're well-meaning. Others are not well-meaning. Others want to keep you on the couch. Others want to move you into victimhood and pay their bills at your expense. So my recommendation is you want to really move into a place of leadership and ownership with yourself. And basically, uh, can you ask the question? Because I completely lost my mind. (laughs) Yeah. How important are the belief systems? Oh, okay. So anxieties. I am a stutterer. I am a victim. I met with a neurologist. They said there's no cure and nothing can be done. Therefore, nothing can be done because the expert has spoken. That a friend of mine once said to me, uh, you're always right. I can, I can be whatever I want to be. You're right. I'm a victim, a loser, and I'll never have any success in my life. You're right. So I guess the question is, what kind of outcome do you want? Your belief systems are everything. If you believe that you can never speak smoothly, God bless you, you're right. And if you believe by spotting other stutterers who became smooth speakers, hey, how come millions of stutterers are walking away from stuttering and just blending into the, the, the world environment? What's going on here? Inquiry, my friend, is the key to our mastery. It's one thing to conclude or have, try to find the answer. It's another thing to develop a great question. What would it take? What is required? What is needed? Our own identities can stop us from right. moving towards our bliss. So work on that. Guy, does stuttering come back after a stutterer learns how to speak smoothly? Is it stuttering or something else which causes that? I have heard that some stutters can sing perfectly, and yet when they speak, uh, they have incredible difficulty getting the words out. Uh, what do you think is the reason for this? Okay, so there's a couple of questions there. Uh, regarding the singing issue, if you speak to a neurologist or a patholo- speech pathologist, they will tell you it's because singing is connected to uh, one side of the brain and speaking is connected to another part of the brain. Uh, the, these proposals are from a singer's standpoint of which I am is absolutely ridiculous. Here is the real reason. If speaking is a skill, if singing is a skill, then there are laws that have to be required that are required of us when we sing that you cannot get around or you don't sing. So what stutterers actually do is they obey the laws, which they associate with singing yeah, and they sing beautifully, because there's nothing wrong with their communication system to their vocal cords. So they adhere a very strict allegiance to a set of codes in order to create beautiful and perfect sound when they sing. But when they speak, they don't. They revert to the guessings and musings of a six to 10-year-old to boy or girl who doesn't know what they're doing. Gotcha. What advice would you give a stutterer out there who's listening to this, who dreams of speaking smoothly? What advice would you give them? I would say to you this, um, you're not just dealing with the stutter looks like, it can look like a neurological event, but so does a habit. All habits are neurological uh, experiences. They happen without thought. They happen in the subconscious mind. They become automatic. 
Playing the guitar is automatic. You daydreaming while you're driving your car down the road and winding up at your destination. Why didn't you get in a wreck? How did you do that? That was a neurological event. So what you need to know is that stuttering is not one thing. It's a number of things. It's a little boy or a little girl who guessed incorrectly at how to speak. It's a little boy or a little girl who pressurized and learned how not to be on their side and forced and shoved themselves into high anxiety. And it's also an adult who's been stuttering for 16, 20 years, who has to break out of a habit that is so powerful that it's gonna require a stunning amount of focus and a lot of time to do two things. You gotta hear yourself speak smoothly a lot. And you have to deal with the social anxiety that you are, that you're facing. See, um, speech professionals will talk a lot about stuttering as a neurological issue, but what they won't talk about is why do all stutterers, uh, are they socially avoidant? They don't talk about that. Yeah. Well, that's a stage fright issue. So the question is, are you suffering a neurological disease that couldn't, can be genetic in nature, or are you suffering from a horrible habit which you haven't changed and perhaps you might want to try something different? That answers that question. Hey, Guy, have you written any books or training materials on this subject? If so, where can people get a hold of these materials? Absolutely. So if you go to guymonroe.com and you go to that website, uh, there will be links to uh, training materials for stuttering and training materials for um, con social confidence and uh, stagecraft. Um, there are, I have two groups. One is called uh, Fearless Speaker. It's a group at Facebook. And the other one is called Stutter Challenge. It's a Facebook group, free group to get into. They're private groups uh, and where you can go there and you can practice your speech until you finally get it smooth to the point where you have a sense of control. But um, if that sounds like too much, just go to guymonroad.com and you'll be able to find me and all of these links to all of these things that you're looking for. Guy, is there a, a simple step or a series of steps a stutterer out there can take, which, which can defeat the uh, stutter effect? Yes. Number one, question your belief systems. You must be open to the fact that you're vocally ignorant. You don't know how your voice works because nobody taught us. No one taught us how to walk. So what do you do when you forget how to walk? You go to a physical therapist who trains you the firing order of your legs to get them working again, to get you, because no one taught us how. We, we guessed, we best guessed. Well, here's another piece of information for you. We best guessed how to speak. And what if you're speaking, and I'm speaking as a stutterer who is a smooth speaker, what if your best guess just became a habit? And so your new habit is going to be, Learn vocal laws, learn how the voice works. And if you come to my group, The Stutter Challenge on Facebook, it's basically 
facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash stutter challenge and you join you will see videos there of people who are stuttering in one moment and 10 minutes later they're speaking smoothly wow. because they're learning vocal law now for people out there uh who are struggling with issues what can you tell them uh to help themselves based on your life experience and we're just talking the- about regular issues you know yeah have to be we must and i and ron is a a great proponent of this we must people ask how do you save the world how do you change the planet and it's very simple people one person at a time we have to move into our authority you must move into a leadership position do everything you can to move out of any notion of victimhood of dependency of the government's going to save us the institutions are going to save us use your brain and this is how you do it we were taught in school to conclude read a book memorize an answer get an a but the people that wrote the book they operated differently they operated from inquiry develop the finest questions that you can Albert Einstein once said, if I had a life-threatening situation that I had to solve in 60 minutes, I would spend 50 minutes devising the finest question that I could based on what would it take, what is required, what is needed, and within 10 minutes, I could solve the problem. That's a, that's a great answer. Guy, what excites you going forward with your smooth speech work? I am going, I'm creating a group called the Lionel Logue League. And what this is, is a a gathering of all of the stutterers that I can find who have been operating basically in isolation and bringing us together and sharing all of our technologies together so that basically a person can with we're all talking about the same things. We have different words for them because we all operated in isolation. None of us went to a university and learned how to do this. We met a stutterer who was in tears, who said, "This the system let me down. Please help me. How do you do it? And we all scratched our heads. And in our own weird ways, we found a pathway for a stutterer to move into smooth speech. So what excites me in the future is bringing these smooth speech experts who are, by the way, all stutterers, myself included, and putting our technology, our heads together and sharing the technology and getting it out there in the world to lift this suffering once and for all. I'm here to tell you people, stuttering was, was solved a hundred years ago. However, the educational institutions decided to take it in another direction. For whatever reason, I have no idea but they threw away 400 years of technology, vocal mastery out the window in exchange for what they're doing today. And therapy is great, but I will tell you this, who would you rather go to see to learn something? If you wanted to master golf, would you go to a golf, uh, a, a golf therapist 
who right. you would talk about how how sad you are and how terrible it is out there on the green and and how you can't drive it straight and and you can't hit the ball and they're all chili peppers and I just want to end it all. Or would you go to a golf pro who would teach you how to hold the club, how to address the ball, the difference between all the introduce you to all the different clubs, tell you what their uh, applications are for and teach you how to be masterful on the golf course. Yeah, so makes that's, sense. that's, that's, there's a place for therapy, but there, I think there's a place where it gets left behind when we're talking about skills. Yeah. You have to talk to somebody who's been through it, who knows what they're doing. Guy, how, uh, let, let's go over this one more time. How can people contact you? Absolutely. So um, you can reach out to me by email at charismaventure at gmail.com. Okay. You can go to my official website, Guy Monroe, that's G-U-Y-M-O-N-R-O-E.com. You can go to my Facebook group. One is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash stutter challenge. And my Twitter is forward slash Guy Monroe, G-U-Y-M-O-N-R-O-E. All right. I'm going to uh, include that in the podcast notes for everyone out there listening. Thank you, Guy, for being on the podcast. Uh, This talk has been fascinating, and I wish you all the best in spreading the word and bringing hope to stutterers out there. Uh, Comments and suggestions uh, for the podcast, you can email me at itsarapwithrap at gmail.com. Our website is itsarapwithrap.com. You can get on the mailing list. We have a Facebook page and Facebook group. It's a wrap with rap. That's growing very nicely. We're on Instagram. It's a wrap with rap podcast. And all the podcasts are on YouTube. It's a wrap with rap, the podcast uncut. Thanks everyone for listening. Please share these podcasts to your friends and family, if you will. Please stay safe out there. And for now, it's a wrap.